Warning, this episode contains foul language, mildly graphic descriptions of death, and should absolutely be listened to with a set of headphones. Podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we get to sit down with one of our friends and chat about something weird. And this week is our season three finale. And we are that was cute. And we are sitting down to chat about our experiences aboard the Queen Mary last weekend. So get your sea legs ready, strap on your life vest, and get ready to dive in. My name is Ashley, and today I am joined by one of my oldest and closest and most favorite friends and former guests, the hilarious Tyler Schulke. Hello. Uh, hi. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm, I'm excited for the dip we're going to eat after this. I'm so <laughs> excited for the dip. Forget you guys. Like, I love you, but I've got dip in the oven. We, yeah. I mean, we, we, we definitely have some uh, scarfing to do. Scarfing, exactly. Last week, we had the pleasure of staying the night on the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. Yes. And the Queen Mary is enormous. We're going to get into like the history. We're also going to get into the tour we went on. We're going to get into our personal experiences. Um, but, well, I guess we should address the elephant in the room or that's not in the room. Mm-hmm. That Lauren isn't with us today. Lord, oh, God. Lauren is, Lauren is not Lauren with is us no today. Lauren is no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. That's not funny. So, no. Lauren couldn't be here today. She actually has a message for you guys since it's the finale, and I'm going to read it to you now just so that I don't forget. Hi, weirdos. It's your derpy pal and co-host, Lauren. After an amazing investigation on the Queen Mary for our finale, I sadly wasn't able to make the recap and discussion with Ashley and Tyler. One of the perils of living in crazy Los Angeles and far apart from Ashley is that when you get in a car accident, you're just sort of stuck. So I'm sorry to not be there live recording, but I'm sending all of my love and gratitude for being a part of our community and letting us do a wonderful season three. We love doing this and we love all of our weirdos. You've supported me and Wilder being so absent this season and you've supported Ashley being a boss babe on her own and giving her grace when she needed it. We are truly so lucky. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was very sweet. That is Lauren. So sweet, Lauren. She got into just a not a major accident. Like she's fine. She's she okay. Into, she got in a the little car crunchy isn't. situation. Yeah. So little, little yes, we're gonna record. But she was. Uh, you'll hear in several clips throughout this episode. It's not like you won't hear her voice ever again. Yes, I mean I already told Ashley this, but I truly think the reason why she wasn't able to get here safely was because she was not watched over by spiritual Mandy Moore. <laughs> By goddess Mandy Moore. I, however, had her with me. Mm -hmm. And now we have her watching over us as we record. (laughs) With candlelight. To reflect off of her. Yeah, yeah. Her visage. Her visage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
She's very breasty. I was going to say she's yeah, yeah she's, super uh, busty she's breasty for a spirit. Are spirits breast? I mean, I guess they have all all shapes and sizes. Some spirits, uh, succubus, incubus. Yes, absolutely, succubus, like succubus. more so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, they're basically she's female got incubus. Some tits. Some tits. Some titties. Okay, so last week we stayed on the Queen Mary. The Queen Mary has been investigated by many famous paranormal investigators and supernatural enthusiasts. It's been featured on Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, BuzzFeed Paranormal, and our good friends over at Planet Weird have stayed the night and investigated as well. Um, You guys should check out the show if you haven't already. It's called Hellier, and it's on YouTube. And it is a crazy paranormal supernatural documentary that isn't necessarily like ghost hunting paranormal. Um, It's more like unexplainable phenomenon. And season two is also out now, and it's on Amazon Prime. Did you ever check it out? Hellier? Hellier. No, but I was like actually captivated when it's, you were reading it. I was like, wait, oh, and interesting. Like that it's super not. Super fascinating. So it's not just like ghosts. Like you're saying it's more. Basically, I'll give you a little bit of a rundown for the listeners who haven't like listened to it yet because it's or watched it. They had a website called Planet Weird and they posted a bunch of weird articles. They wrote a lot of weird articles, but they also had the traveling museum of the paranormal. Like they're just cool all around. They, they sound really fun. <laughs> they're amazing. They sound really <laughs> It's Greg and Dana Newkirk, and they're awesome. And uh, they were getting these letters in from these listeners, or listeners, I keep saying listeners because we have listeners, from like viewers, people, viewers yeah. of Planet Weird. And basically, they were saying like, you need to check out Hellier, I think it's Kentucky, Hellier, Kentucky, because um, I've had encounters with goblins because there's these like little like goblin creatures yeah. sightings in Hellier, Kentucky. And so like... It unravels from there to be just an insane series. Like, I haven't finished season two, so I can't attest to season two. I will as soon as I'm done editing this episode. But season one is just, it's nuts. Yeah. It gets into, like, weird government-y stuff, and it gets into interdimensional beings. Like, it's fascinating. Stop. It's you, so You good. keep saying, like, trigger words for me. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, interdimensional. Gobl- like, yeah. Well, goblin. no, I mean, like, oh, go, don't yeah. get me started on, like, multiverse and how we're, like, actually never living in the present. Yeah. Everything is the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as soon as you can remember something, which you're actually experiencing, yeah, it's, it's already past. been, it's past. It's gone. Like, what is present? Like, Not right now, now. This is past. We, yep. So we don't have a present. <laughs> no, there's no, we made up time. Yeah, we did. We made up time to make it convenient. True. I don't know if we did it right, but we're tr- we're sure we tried our we best. We tried our best. <laughs> yeah, and then goblins. I've been like I've been researching changelings and getting really interested in changelings mm. and so like through that path I found like trolls and goblins and like no, this sounds really cool. You should watch it. You'll love it. It's great. Great. So anyways, check out Hillier. That's where I was going with that. So my initial idea for this investigation actually was to not research any of the hauntings and to go in blind and do all my research later on. Um it's something that we've never done before. And the idea is that if you have any experiences or you get any like weird EVPs or something, then you research the hauntings and see if it like corroborates with what you experience. Okay. Obviously, that didn't happen um, (laughs) because I realized like a week beforehand that we're going on a ghost tour (laughs) of like the ship. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe next time it's not going to work this time. Um, So I I did all my research beforehand and took notes and. We're going to get to them today. Um, but I did love it, too, because you were like you were so eager to share some of them. And so you'd like started them. You're like, you uh, you know what? 
No. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> on the tour, she start one, and I just see, like, you, and you, like, point and, like, nod. Like, oh, yeah, see? see? Yeah, she'd be like, someone got squished in this door. I'd be like, actually, two people got squished <laughs> in that door, but you it do was, you, tour guide. Yeah, but it was actually really great because while on it, Lauren and I were kind of like, oh, this is amazing. We're like jumping around or like laughing. I mean, of course, we're also like scared and we were like in. But then you see Ashley in the back, like eyes darting, like hand <laughs> low to her side, like recording things, like looking back and forth. It's so I was on a mission. She's so funny. Yeah. I love it. We actually we took this ghost tour and it's basically like, first of all, totally recommend it. It was a blast. It was I a blast. I loved the tour. It yeah. was like two hours long. We got in like 10,000 steps. <laughs> we went like... <laughs> Down the ship, we, up the ship. Yeah, we spoiled stairs, ourselves right stairs. before it, it with some deliciously terrible for us food. This is what we ate before um, <laughs> when we got to the ship. First of all, we all had a drink. Second of all, our meal was potato skins, mm-hmm. grilled cheese. Oh, that was the good. Oh, yeah, that cheese was good dip. Oh, yes. And tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Was that all? That was it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, the we tour- also wait. Actually, while we were doing that, I was like, "How many people do you think uh, maybe are on this, or like, what's you know, like the size or whatever?" And we all kind of speculated that, well, it's Christmas time. People are like being festive, so like maybe we'll be the only ones. Yeah. I really, truly thought there was a chance that we'd be the only ones on this ghost tour. I think she um, said we're just shy of 30. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, <laughs> so I, many uh... people. <laughs> that was the only thing that was kind of a bummer about the tour because I brought my tape recorder and I wanted to like record and see if we can get some EVPs. And I did get a couple things that I thought were interesting, but like there was no way to tell. Like there could be a ghost right next to me, like t- having a conversation with me and you wouldn't know. <laughs> you have no it's idea so because loud. so were the people. Yeah. yeah. So no, absolutely. Although we did, we did like cool. hang back a few times. And yeah. The parts that we really seemed to like get more out of was when we were by ourselves. Exactly. And- it was fun, but it was a it was a two hour tour, and it really was more of a historical tour with just like add ons at the end, like. And we saw a ghost in here once. You know what I mean? It was like a historical <laughs> tour, but then after and it always like segued. Yeah, it always segued into like the different creepy hauntings that or situations that have happened in that area and we'll tell you about some of those as well so before we get into our personal investigation we should discuss the tour and the history of this amazing ship so the rms queen mary is an enormous ship that was bigger than the titanic i think our tour guide said that you could fit the entire titanic in the queen mary and then another half of the titanic in the queen mary as well big old which is fucking insane yeah it, it's huge when you walk up on it, which is also interesting, though, because I have gone, I've been fortunate enough to go on a cruise, though, and that's even bigger. But the size of this one, plus the fact that it's the same, you're probably going to say this, but the same company that did Titanic, so it's painted right. almost identically. Yeah, which was kind of wild. Is very wild. Mm-hmm. Like, walking up to it is almost surreal. And it it's, it's like more, of, it's more majestic and more powerful than like walking up to like, say like a carnival cruise right. where like there's just, cruise. yeah. And there's just like, you know, white to the ceiling yeah. and windows. And all the windows. Yeah. Like, this one just has like this, just you're stepping into the past. Yeah. Everything is made out of that like hard steel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yes. seven inches Green, of yeah. steel. Yeah. And you can cool. still see like, you know, like they have obviously new walkways, but you can see like the walkways that people were working on and yeah. using. And the catwalks I mean, and stuff. I mean, in our room, there was a fan that said like, not operational, but yeah. this is like showing you know our our the bathtub had like four different oh, the nozzles, was awesome. and like the flush for the toilet was more like a, 
lever like a lever yeah i guess and it kind of just like let it out and in at the same time let the water out and in at yeah the same it wasn't time. like a flush like however long you held the lever yes was how long the water like ran down and ran in and you know good old lauren we're explaining this as if we were like well no just lauren <laughs> was so like excited. in the bathroom <laughs> and all of a sudden we just heard this last. help help it won't stop and we just hear just water <laughs> she couldn't get the toilet to stop flushing yeah i remember that well uh, bless god bless her <laughs> so it was, it's a thousand feet long and the construction began on her in 1930 in scotland and her construction was held up due to the depression but she was finally completed and ready to sail on may 27th 1936 for three years the queen hosted the world's rich and famous across the atlantic the duke and duchess of windsor greta garbo clark gable even winston churchill traveled on the queen mary until 1952, she held... That was a weird way to say that. Until <laughs> until 1952, she held the record for the fastest ever North Atlantic crossing. Which, what was that? Like two and like a ton of hours? Two days and a ton of hours? It was, or yeah, three? It was, I don't remember exactly how fast it was, but uh, it was... Yeah, it was something like that. I mean, it it went astronomically fast. Yeah, it was very fast. I mean, one rotation of one of the of one propeller goes eighteen meters in water. So they have four propellers. So they're, right, they're it was it blasted yeah. through the water. But when World War II broke out in nineteen thirty nine, luxury travel obviously wasn't a thing at the time. No one was really spending the money to go on uh, cruises, and yeah. also like where could you go that was safe. So the queen was transformed into a troop ship, transporting soldiers, and the ship became known as the Grey Ghost. During this time, her capacity was increased from 2,400 to 5,500, and by the end of the war, she had carried over 800,000 troops and traveled more than 600,000 miles and played a significant role in pretty much every major Allied campaign. Experts have estimated that the Queen Mary herself shortened World War II by an entire year. And then our tour guide told us Hitler actually yes. had a bounty out on the Queen Mary. Yeah. I don't remember how because much it was for. It was like $100,000 or something. And how fast they were able to mm-hmm. get people back and forth. Because it took them about, they said, what, five days yeah. back when they would run in the wartime. It was five days to get there. Yeah. Five, obviously, to get back. Um, and the other thing that I don't want to skip over, though, is the capacity. Like, so like 2,400 was capacity. Was capacity. <laughs> And they went and to 55,000. Yeah. No, 5,500. Oh, thank God. I, was I like, mean, 5,500. A- 5, 5, yeah. 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 Okay. But still, yeah. Still. Doubled it. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm they- like, I'm like thinking of people like hanging off the edges and stuff. Oh, like there's yeah. no room if you had well, that many what people. They did but is they, they, they had like five like, or six per bunk. Yeah. They turned like all the state rooms into like bunk rooms. So mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, one queen bed. Now they have a like three bunk beds so they have nine people staying yes. in this one room in these bunks with very limited water yeah what they, they say like half a gallon for half the five a gallon for the five day for the five journey. day journey for the whole each thing. man had half a gallon of water for five days Yeesh. that they had to like stretch out nuts uh but yeah hitler basically had i think it was a hundred thousand it might have been a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bounty for anyone who could sink the queen mary yeah she is amazing she's amazing she survived a collision at sea, which we'll talk about later. She set the record for carrying the most people ever on a floating vessel. This is probably what you're thinking of. She carried 16,683, and she still holds that record. And she yeah. participated in the D-Day invasion. 
Yeah, girl. At the end of the war, she began to transport war brides and their children back to the United States and Canada, over 22,000 of them, and these were known as the Bride and Baby Voyages, and she made 13 full trips for them in 1946. She's a, she's very helpful. She's the best. Yeah, she really is. I love this ship. She, I, love I can't this believe ship I had too. never like gone, but I never visited. I'd never like set foot on the Queen Mary. I so. had a really random excursion when I first moved to LA. Literally, first I had done like one other thing, and and I booked background work, and it was a cold case episode. And it was like oh the God. nineteen like twenties or like, and we're all like, it was just really really cool. We're all dressed up in you know the garbs, obviously in the wardrobe, oh, but they turned awesome. it into just the entire time era and like. You could see what it was, or it was the 30s. It was the 30s. You could see what it was like when it was first built. Right. Um, I don't think it was the Queen Mary in it. But like, so then when we came back, you know, 10 years later now, seeing it, how it's presented in present, or shall we say past? Mm, uh, <laughs> in the present. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. It's just, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing is really cool. Where, you know what, James Cameron? Where's the Queen Mary's movie? Yeah. Where's she at? She didn't get enough action for you. No. Oh, we just told you all the action you needed. <laughs> all you Please. needed for a movie. And there's yes. more. That's not even all she went through. Because, yeah. Because um, what? Titanic was in 1912? I want to say that that is exactly when it was, but I don't want to lie to anyone. I don't want to lie to anyone either, but for some reason, like, I'm. I think I, it was 1912. I think it was 1912 as well. It might have been 1914. The RMS Titanic sank in the early morning of April 15th, 1912. Yeah. You nailed it. Congratulations. So by 1947, then, the Queen was refurbished and resumed her elegant cruises for about 13 years. But by the early 60s, transatlantic cruises were kind of falling out of style because we had planes. And air travel was starting to be actually affordable for everyday folks. Because before that, it was like for like you had to be pretty well off to, to take a flight. Yeah. So she would do occasional cruises to the Canary Islands and the Bahamas. <laughs> What? Right. You know, she just do those ads. She you know, she just occasionally like, like cruise on visits, over like, the Bahamas. Like, yeah. or the <laughs> <laughs> she, just I'm talking like about she's her, having like, an she's amazing time over like, here. She would do a couple yeah, like know. when she had time. <laughs> but she was so out of date. She didn't have any central air. And most cruise liners at the at that time by the sixties had like uh outdoor pools like on the decks. Oh yeah. Which she didn't have that either. So she just didn't have the amenities to keep up with Yeah, she has two pools. She has yeah. a second class one and a first class. And a first class. class. But they were both inside and covered. And there was three classes on board. Yeah, first, and second, crew. and third. Which, by the way, first, <laughs> second, and third class, I learned, I didn't know this, was not Top floor, middle floor, bottom floor. It was not. First, second, and middle class had to do with where you were at, like if you were towards the bow or you were towards the, the, stern. the stern and if you were in the middle. So first class was in the middle, right? Because yep. it was like the most smooth sailing. It was the most leisurely yeah. and it was the easiest, yeah, smooth sailing. And the bow was the worst, so that was third class. Mm -hmm. The bow was like rough, like they had to chain furniture to the wall. Because in waves the rooms, could get because insane, which they we'll could talk literally, about yes, we will, more in with a little bit. Death stairs. Yeah. So like first class sucked. I mean, third class sucked. It was like yeah. you took the ship third class to get somewhere. If you think about it, the front is constantly like hitting oh, yeah. the waves like yeah. crazy when it crashes back down. And then the back also is like being on the back of a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're in the I like, last row. I just wish people could see like, you. You're like giving the best examples <laughs> yeah. here. She's really <laughs> thrown, really guys. Acting it out. I want to. Yeah. I want him to see what I. Yeah, what no, I'm I, experiencing yeah. on the ship. 
And then the middle, you're just like, whatever. Yeah. I'm in first class. So if you wanted to go dance on a table in your pink dress in the you third class, hope. you better get to the bow and you better hope there's some <laughs> there's smooth no waves. waves. Because you're going to get hurt. In 1967, she was officially withdrawn from service. And that same year, she was sold to the city of Long Beach, California for just under three and a half million dollars. Just just under, and is now used as a maritime museum and hotel. So after 1,001 successful Atlantic crossings, she was permanently docked. And there was a point that she said, it was a rather interesting segue, so we probably won't mention it until ne- except for now, but where Disney did try to purchase it. Yes. Uh, which I did find fascinating, because um, you know me and Disney. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Disney it, wanted to build another park in Long Beach. Basically, mm-hmm. and uh, they wanted to turn that entire pier out there into their own park, and they even started to put uh, escalators in. Yeah, there was one part of the tour where we had to walk up two sets of escalators that didn't work because Disney pulled, so like stopped building it. So they just had two non-working escalators. And it was well, in the, a part of the ship. Non-working, it was because of the California regulations. You have yeah. to have a stair that is able to go down and up in the same like uh, hallway. Right. So since they only were going up, they now had to be shut off and they can't be used like because you can't go, you know. They're not following code. They're not. They broke the code. They broke the code. Um, yeah. It so was it's been like, of- oh yeah, but the reason why Disney like abandoned it was because Long Beach was like, fine, but you basically have to uh, like front the money for a new freeway system because we can't support it for what we have True, now. True. Yeah. And Disney no just abandoned it. There. That would have been a really expensive venture. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. I don't know how fruitful it would be. I mean, probably I d- I would because it's Disney, but like know. whatever. Um. Yeah, it was just kind of interesting because the escalators are located in um, basically what's like right after you reach the engine room. They take you from like the engine room back up to the like level, like Mm -hmm. um, I almost said sea level, sea level. Actually, no. no. Land level. (laughs) Look at us trying to be all savvy (laughs) with the lingo and we have no idea what it means to be on a ship. No. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha. Look at us. The Queen Mary is pretty famous in general in terms of people taking tours and staying the night, but she has another reason to be famous. She's actually listed as one of the most haunted places in the world. She haunted. It's rumored that there are as many as 150 known spirits lurking on the ship. Over the past 60 years, the Queen Mary has been the site of at least 49 reported deaths. And that's, of course, separate from the fact that she's gone through the absolute worst tragedy in human history. So it's not a shocker that she could be haunted. Yeah, I mean, she was called the Grey Ghost. Yeah. For a reason. Well, that probably had to do with the fact that she, like, appeared out of the mist, right? With dead people on her. (laughs) What do you do? It's true because actually some of the. Actually, it is probably the. You actually just really proved a good point there. It's probably (laughs) mist. (laughs) She she wasn't called the Grey Ghost because of all the ghosts on her. I just think, you know, ghosts see through them, but if I'm going to color one, I'm going to color it gray, probably. <laughs> right. God. But you were, you were going somewhere. I was, that. you know, yeah. I had, a, I had, that train had a caboose. <laughs> the train had a caboose. <laughs> and it derailed. And it, it just went right off. No, but um, some of the, like, reports of hauntings, like, you'd think that it would just be, like, a modern day thing, like, now that it's docked and people are like, it's so old, it must be haunted. Um, but actually, some of the reports came from the ship's logs. Yeah. Like, it was haunted in the 60s. And also, like, I do want to point out that there's probably more than is logged. Like, I mean, it's yeah. probably not 
you know, there there's one ghost that we'll talk about later that they don't have any recollection or any like, you know, note or log of. And I'm like, well, yeah, you don't want a little kid drowning in your first class pool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like Yeah, you're not gonna advertise that a fucking child drowned in the pool. So, you know, you do have to think about that on that Mm -hmm. side. Like I which I completely understand, but that just means that it's a piece of history that Well and they also said, I don't know if you remember on the tour, they said, you know, there's forty nine known deaths, but that didn't include stowaways. Right, that was only passengers and crew. Only passengers um, and crew. Who knows yeah. how many fucking stowaways got killed? Exactly. We'll get to the stowaways. Oh, we will. Um, I will say that I went into this one super skeptical. I didn't really have an opinion one way or another on whether or not she was haunted because this was my first time coming to the ship. But I do sometimes have a problem believing places are haunted when the place itself advertises that it's haunted. Right. Like that to me is a huge red flag that that place probably isn't haunted. Um, but I did, uh, my opinion changed a little bit about the Queen Mary and you'll find out later why. Yeah, I am. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> it wasn't the scariest place I've ever been, but I but have, it, uh, I have uh, opinions. <laughs> Let's discuss the tour and the hauntings and I'm I have some clips to include throughout this portion of the episode. So we started at the bow of the ship specifically in the captain's quarters and the bridge which I had to google so many funny phrases to figure out what the bridge was called. I was like place where the wheel is. Ship wheel. <laughs> Captain I love it. Captain's quarters wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I can like see I like, like googled like parts of a ship and I was like trying to figure out I took so long Nancy Drew over here yeah it was pretty really I could have just listened to my recordings because I'm pretty sure she says it like three welcome times. to the bridge yeah so there have been several sightings of the, uh, on the bridge of the ship mostly by security actually That's... the bridge is not and the reason is it's not open to the public like you have to be on a tour to be able to get up into the bridge obviously right. you can break in because there's a bunch of graffiti on a bunch of shit up there so it, you obviously can get up there. Yeah, or I think people that are on tours are like not watching and maybe just carving their names True. of their loved ones. Which can I just say, like, guys, this Stop. is like a really awesome piece of history. Yeah, it's a piece of art, really, if you think about it now. It and is. Like, let's and be let's be like carve, nicer. Like, let's be nicer. Let's just let's be nicer. Tyler and Ashley forever. Like, oh okay. shit, I did carve. Did you write it? <laughs> Where'd you carve it? No, it was like Somewhere a magic romantic. Card. Just okay. right under the no. <laughs> Just right no, under the lid. No, we don't of need the... to face it. Yeah, but I know. That's um, really sad. I do. That's the other one though that I do love is the security guards. I don't feel like the security guards are gonna lie. Well, I don't know why though. What does that mean? Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You carry not it. that the two guys are. I was just yeah. I'm just trying to explain like how yeah I went into it skeptical like you. I I agree for this. The security guards add something for me too. Like when we were at the Biltmore, when we would ask the security guards to be like, "Have you ever experienced anything haunted?" and they'd be like, "Nope," and we'd be like, "Ah," they're like, "Why?" and we're like, "Cause we're looking for ghosts," and they're like, "Okay." Well, yesterday, like they had all these stories. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't like, want to like, they were like, it's no. almost like they weren't, were told well, not to is, spook the guests. Yes, exactly. At the Biltmore, it was really um, interesting. First of all, that place is like majorly haunted, I feel. But also it was interesting because no one was advertising that it was haunted. They did not want people to think that it was haunted. Like every single person we asked, we had to ask twice. Because we asked the first time and they were like, nope, never seen anything in my life. And then we'd be like, come on. And they'd be like, okay, so earlier today, like they all (laughs) had stories. You want the stuff, you want the goods. But I feel like if you went up to someone at the Queen Mary, like every single person would like have a thousand stories, which doesn't mean the place isn't haunted, just means that it's part of their spiel. And I don't know. I was a little skeptical. So 
we started the bridge. One of the stories, the one that we really got into was of security. They came up to check on the bridge and this security guard saw what he thought was a tour guide just standing at the wheel of the ship, which oh, is already kind of creepy. Here we go. He went in to let them know like they can't be up here, literally like shone his light on them and everything. Like they were solid. Like he was he basically you have to go in like three separate doors to get to the actual like bridge of the ship where yeah. like the wheels are and stuff. And didn't you say you had like naval Attire. Yeah, he was, like, he was like had a naval attire or maybe because the tour guides also dress a little bit navally. Mm-hmm. Like they dress kind They're of blazers, like seamanship. Seamanship? I don't know. That sure. might be a word. So he went in to like let them know they can't be up here, shining his light on them and everything. But when he got up close, he realized that this was not a person that he recognized. This was not a tour guide that worked at the Queen Mary. Also, the person standing there had open sores all over his neck. Well, Basically, he didn't have a throat. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and like it was just rotted and... away. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So this turns encounter. Out. <laughs> it turns out. Turns out. Yeah. It was a real dude. Yeah, it was a real dude. This encounter was noted as one of the first recorded sightings of a second captain whose name was Stark. And um, you should have seen my face. <laughs> When I was when told that he told. likes to roam the A-Halls. Where we were staying. Where we were staying. <laughs> I know. Most uh, of the sightings of him had been on A-Deck. Ah, yeah. And then I was like, ah, no. I, mm-mm. That was when I was like, great. So we're starting off strong. <laughs> yeah, great. This is great. the first story you Some tell Some dude us. missing his throat, walking around the hallways right where I'm staying. So obviously we tried to talk to him. Um, we learned a lot about Captain Stark on the tour, and you'll, I'll tell you a little bit of the story. Well, How he died he's, he's let you was kind of gruesome. So uh, he, it was his own fault. It was, yes. It was his own fault. He basically went into the captain's quarters and got a bottle of, I don't remember if it was gin. rum or whiskey. Gin. It was, You're yeah, right. He it was prematurely, gin. normally he wouldn't be in there, mm-hmm. but he got in there prematurely and was like, oh, I'm going to set up. You know, this whatever, like, because he wanted game to talk or whatever to, the fuck it was, they it was were gonna doing. set up drinks. He wanted to set up drinks yeah. with like the higher ups. He was a young second officer, yeah. Wait, senior, yeah, he was, se- he was a young senior second officer, and so he was like, I'm gonna impress the upper guys, yeah. So he got this gin and poured some glasses of gin, and he drank a glass himself. And he thought it tasted weird, but he didn't know why. And when he told the captain, the captain realized that, um, he should go to the infirmary right away because he actually drank a cleaning solution. Yeah. It was te- tetrachloric acid. There you go. Because I was like, I don't want to have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, tetrachloride. But, like, yeah. yeah. So basically then just burned through, burned his, through his throat. throat. Yeah. It, it actually, the tour guide made it seem like it was that night. It was actually the next day. Like he went a whole night and like he didn't, he refused to go to the infirmary. He like wouldn't go. He thought he was fine. And okay, even his see, wife at I the time was like. A senior second officer needs to have a little know. bit more <laughs> uh, like logic or rationality to. Go to the infirmary. To, yes. Go to the fucking infirmary. Come I on. Agree. Sorry, Stark, but. Sorry. Sorry. We're so, not how Stark on this one. <laughs> So he died essentially by drinking acid, which is horrifying. And he had been Ugh. seen on the bridge of the ship as well as a deck, like we said. And uh, did you feel anything weird on the bridge at all? I'm going to ask this about like every room. Right. Um, I don't think so. I think I needed. I, I don't think uh, it's not necessarily like that. I wasn't receptive to it, um, but it was you definitely felt something up there, but I don't think it was necessarily a spirit or a, right. an otherworldly presence. I think it was more the 
majesty of being in that room. It was yeah, a really was cool amazing. room and there's a lot of energy still in there of, you know, I mean, got to be frantic times of them, you know, pulling those those levers to show them what to do to respond downstairs. Yeah, and like, and it just, you could feel the energy of the room. 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 I feel like, and, yeah. and I was also, you know, settling in and like very, like really listening to. So I wouldn't say necessarily that. No. Did you? No. No. no okay. I didn't. Relax. I mean, I was like super excited to be on the tour. I honestly, I didn't think that I would feel anything on the tour. I wasn't expecting that at all. I expected anything that I would feel or experience would be like after the tour when it was just like the three of us and it was like pretty chill because there's so many people around. Um, but the, I, I did feel something later yeah. on, but um, there's also there were areas where I started to feel yeah. This was not different. One this of was them. not one. This of them. was just a nice little area. Um, that was a nice little teaser, wasn't it? <laughs> From the bridge, we made our way down to the engine room. Wait, was it the engine room? No, it was um, the boiler room. It was right? the boiler Wait. room. That engine oh, room. It was my favorite. The boiler room was creepy. It was so. Co- it, it seriously looked like. I mean, uh, if you've seen Ghost Ship, like it, it felt like yeah, that. Like it didn't with the, just look those like... large. I mean, obviously decayed, but like there's those large, like walls, the whole of it, you know, and you yeah. can see where catwalks, these tiny, tiny, tiny catwalks, catwalks, where they're running through, and and like some of them have been broken off, so they'd given yeah. us uh, other um, catwalks that have been built. Um, but you could, I don't know, it was so hollow and, 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 and everything like was an echo and, and you were a below sea level at that point, mm-hmm. which was so interesting. I think she it was said like six meters at that point we were below sea level. Yeah. Right? And she said that the boiler room would get up to like 116 degrees. Yeah. Um, and it was like the worst place you to could, work. On yeah. Like if you, if you, if someone didn't like you up above, they'd put you in the boiler room mm-hmm. basically. And also in there, um, she said that a lot of women have described, feeling more affected than the men in that room uh and she was speculating that one of the reasons was because women weren't allowed ever in that room you would have you would have never seen a woman there yeah literally never when the ship was in service would you see a woman in there yeah so the fact that women women always reported getting poked in the back poked in the back some reported getting their hair pulled or like it felt like they got tangled on something Mm -hmm. and uh there was also a report that pregnant women in that room for whatever reason in the boiler room area the baby would be like fine and like not doing much of anything and then right. while they're in the boiler room the baby would be going nuts and then as soon as they would leave the baby would be fine again that's so crazy i wonder if it has something to do with being under the sea like under sea level mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the baby's just like i'm not supposed to be other, here but there's other true there are i mean isn't a baby actually <laughs> in sea like before it's out yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if it's something like, you know, you know how cats can feel an earthquake before it happens? Yeah. <laughs> like baby knows it's underwater. I Yeah. I Hit mean, me. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Or maybe it's just that uh, like the baby can sense the energy around. I'm very mm-hmm. much into energy. Yeah. And so like, you know, like I, 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 the, the, the displacement, but like that room to me would just it felt so chaotic. Yeah. Uh, and it, even though it was, like, it, very it was quiet, I mean, it was happening. my it was my favorite room. I liked that it was room just a lot, I mean, these towering, towering like walls and, and just it was hollow and it was so great. I tried to poke. Who was it, Lauren? Or did I try to poke you? I tried to poke one of them I in the don't back. Remember. They caught me. I think it was me yeah. this time because we scared Lauren and I think the next later. Room. <laughs> <laughs> I have that clip. So I do have a clip actually from the boiler room. Oh, something that I thought was interesting and a sound that I don't remember hearing at all while we were in there. 
Now, uh, I do want to say before I play the clip, some of the clips I will be playing for you guys today will be at normal recording sound and some will be after I've reduced the background noise because the ship was super noisy and some sounds don't register when I reduce the background noise and some clips are definitely louder than others. So like this one, I tried to reduce the background like noise, Mm -hmm. but it didn't, it like took away the sound that you're about to hear. So let's play Boiler Room. Do you hear anything in the middle there? There's some, uh, let me hear, let me, will you play it again? Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it, it actually gets, it's like, it gets yeah. louder. Doesn't it? Like, it, Sounds like it's coming towards us. That definitely feels, yes. Definitely sounds like it's coming towards yeah. us. Yeah. And I don't remember hearing that. I remember hearing. You can hear the, the white noise of, of it. Like the, you know, like the. Yeah. Just of like. Of the ship. But that you would have heard. That was the only time I heard that noise at any point of the ship. Because there were some areas, like later when we were in the engine room, uh, you hear like the, anytime someone flushes the toilet, you could hear it like shh, oh, like God, come to yeah. the engine room. And it was jarring the first time, but then it was like, someone flushed the toilet. But like this was the only time I no, heard that like, what ba-choom, happened ba-choom, ba-choom, ba-choom. was the, well, first I want you to reenact that, but, um, <laughs> but um, no, uh, that definitely sounded, but that could have been like someone running on, on, the catwalks that could have been i mean that could have been that i know sounded... that's the thing is if that was an evp i immediately thought at first because it's right before she talks about the babies at first i thought it was like a heartbeat you know when you hear like a sonogram no, it's, it's like it, it's but then i listen to it more and more it really does sound like someone running on metal yeah i would especially agree especially how it like gets closer to us it intensifies kind of scared me yeah it like ran up to you and was like nope Nope. <laughs> ladies. Well, ladies, get out. No, that that is that is interesting. Also in correlation to where we were standing, excuse me. We were on a big platform, but you could see a catwalk go across the wall. Like clearly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh where that it used Lauren to have was been. like that was what she was watching most of the time. Yeah. When she made that yucky face. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they said that they attacked the women and she went, uh, uh. They also said someone got boiled alive down there. Oh, remember that, that guy who, mm-hmm. yeah, one of the guys fell into something and it, he just literally got steamed to death in like I, seconds. That's one that I, I, I block out. I block. <laughs> no, uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's like got to be one of the most painful. Yeah, I can't even to be cooked. Yeah. Yes, I need to stop. Uh, but next in the tour, we move to the infirmary because remember we went in that creepy elevator. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that fit like 20, supposedly fit 50 people. Yes. That's bullshit. And my it sweater matched the wall. It was it like, did. where was Tyler? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We moved to the infirmary, and this was the only place on the tour that I actually felt something This is strange. where I felt so, this is the one I felt the most. Man, I, as soon as we, the minute we walked in, and I I knew that it was the infirmary, 
at that second because I knew that that's where we were going, but nothing more. And I felt like someone put like 30 pounds on my shoulders. I literally felt like I was holding like 30 pounds of weight. Like I just felt so heavy and like I was being pressed down. And I chalked it up at the time as to being like low on the ship, but we went much lower later. We did, yeah. And no, I didn't we actually feel that went at all. up from that. Like we were just down, we were lower, then we went up the and elevator we went up. and went yeah. into the infirmary. Yeah. I just felt. But it was also the isolation heavy. ward. Yes, where they would step stowaways into, like over the what did they kept calling like beware the the lip on the floor. Yeah, I I don't remember what they called it. The ledge. Sure. All the doors had like little. (laughs) I I felt like there was like some sort of like sailor, like nautical technical (laughs) nautical term for these. But I remember stepping into that threshold and not necessarily noticing it until I went out. I was freezing in the infirmary and then and oh really in the war. I was really cold and it was. It was almost like I could describe it as almost like being like out like outside a little bit, but like mm-hmm. a little bit worse. Because I mean, it was cold, but it wasn't that bad. We didn't bring our jackets. Like we just, yeah. I noticed. We were pretty hot on the tour too. Mm-hmm, I noticeably dropped Got in temperature. Cold. That was what I felt there. And you could, it was just, it was very eerie. It's a small space. Mm-hmm. You see the places where they would be isolated, and it's another place on the ship where it hasn't been touched. It hasn't. Like they yeah. haven't updated things. They put some plaques in there. But they've like closed photos. it off so that you can see what the size yeah. of the bunks look like. I mean, mm-hmm. it looked like children would fit in there. There's not, they were small. There was a. But yeah, it was, it was the isolation ward. It was solitary confinement, essentially. And yep. when stowaways were found on the ship, they were locked into that room with absolutely no contact with anyone except for the nurse that brought one meal a day to these stowaways. If they were caught, if you were a stowaway yeah. and you were caught, there are three options. Yeah, you could work on the ship to work off the price of your ticket, and you would usually work in the worst place so in the, the boiler, boiler room. room. You could be thrown overboard, or you could be arrested when they land or when uh, they dock. There was also though your uh, your you family could pay. Could pay. You, yeah, your family yeah. could pay for it. When your you... family could pay for it if you were you pay thrown for overboard. It no, you weren't thrown <laughs> overboard. You liar. <laughs> no, you got put into solitary confinement. <laughs> That could have been the heaviness that I felt in the room. Um, of course, this is also where a lot of people on 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 board had passed. Like if they didn't mm-hmm. pass in their rooms or pass from like something horrible like being boiled alive or something like that, like they would pass in the infirmary because they were sick or yeah. they were being taken care of or they were injured. Like this is where they would die. I remember actually Lauren felt, she said she felt like, someone was coming up behind her constantly yeah. like it was just, there was just we someone all did. hovering like we kept like looking mm-hmm. back because it felt like someone was approaching you from behind when every time. you were just like alone and, I was and like, oh, no one was near you yeah every time i thought it was another person on the tour yeah like and i was like oh no i, 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 I knew like, where you guys were i would like move out of the way thinking they were like coming up to like pass me and mm-hmm. there would be no one there and that I was, was like the, that's that, fucking weird yeah this is also the area that we scared lauren and i have that clip just imagine, all sick. Well, no, I'm just saying that. This would be a scary time. Dare you leave me in that horrible Holy room? Why are you yelling at us? Just saw my life flash before. She came out of nowhere. We were talking about it. We're like, oh, can you imagine being so sick in these rooms? And Lauren just comes out of just, like nowhere. Like, <laughs> she's like, dare you leave me by myself when everyone's trying to get behind? <laughs> it was funny, though, because we literally left her in this really creepy corner with this like 
glass wall and we were like put your face up there and look in look and in like, and it was Whoa. a wall that the tour guide had said that a stowaway they know a stowaway had hung himself yeah <laughs> and so we she was looking and then we just kind of like wandered away not like purposefully like hey we're gonna leave her we just like wandered away <laughs> yeah. and then she noticed she was alone and got scared she <laughs> got real scared but that's when she was like no i felt like like she's like i felt you guys were there the whole time like yeah. i felt like someone was there the whole time so when i turned around and no one was there was she's like scared. my life flashed before my eyes <laughs> oh <laughs> So I also got something strange in this room, and it didn't make any sense to me at all, but I'm going to play it for you just to see if you hear what I hear. I do feel super dizzy in this room, but I don't know if it's just because, not this particular room, but as soon as we walked down here, but I don't know if it's just because this is like... Wait, that baby thing? Yeah! I thought it sounded like a cat. It does sound like a cat. I, well, I definitely heard that. But yeah, I was like, but there's no cats there. Wait, yes, do it again. This room, but I don't know if it's just because not this particular room, but as soon as we walked down here, but I don't know if it's just because it's just like you're walking into this room. It does sound like a cat. But I don't know if it's just because it's just like And it like echoes like it's down the hall. There were no cats there. Just there were no FYI. cats. Well, the other thing is there were, there were no children, like not on the, the no, tour. No, there were no tour. And the, I, I don't know why, like in my head like as 17. I was listening to that, I was like, child. And I kept going. Could it be? Could it be like a door going? Yeah, I guess it could. I, the thing was, is like I was like, oh, that could be a baby. That could be a door squeak. But then I was like, maybe it's a cat. <laughs> I stuck with cat. Like that's what I put cat question mark on the clip. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, I don't it know definitely it sounds like a cat. Now I'm trying to go for the not obvious. There's, um, but it definitely is like echoey, like it was something that happened that we should have heard, mm-hmm, and maybe down. we did, and just like didn't. I don't know. When you've gone like that, why did a cat meow? Like, I mean, <laughs> you're the cat lady. Like, I. I would have been like, my, my children. My children. They're my calling. My children. You just sounded like the children. They were screaming. The they hook was screaming. The children. They were screaming. Chill out, Chill <laughs> lady. Out. I'm Peter Pan. <laughs> From there, we went to a place known as the Death Stairs, and it's super crazy as to oh. why they were called the Death Stairs. Do you want to tell them why they were called the Death Stairs? I would love to. I think I remember. I think I remember that. Well, yeah, they were built the wrong way, so they were built facing the bow. S- the bow. So when a wave would hit like a, a crest, and we were talking about how they were insane, they would turn the stairs 90 degree mm-hmm. angles. You'd be like walking straight up, basically. And I mean, if you have furniture that needs to be chained down, like people need to obviously be warned and not be on them. But they would. And uh, unfortunately, someone did. It hit a giant crest. They flew backwards and they crushed their skull. The back of their their head open. And they died on the stairs. And that's why they're called the death stairs. Yeah, because they were built. But also because they just, I mean, if you look creepy. at them and you're 90 <laughs> degree death, I would think death is happening. That yeah. or inception. But yeah, if, if if the stairs were built the other way, what would happen is like if you hit a crest, you'd be like sort of looking down and you could like brace yourself. And when it hit the ground again or when it, you know, when the when the boat came down, mm-hmm. you'd just be on your butt. You'd be on your butt. Yes. But and these ones, it knocks you backwards. It would shoot you backwards. Yeah. And they'd like fly into the wall and... A lot of people get injured, but one guy actually died. So there's been some activity around the death stairs. A lot of people have seen stuff around there, felt strange around there, felt off balance, I remember she said, around mm-hmm. there, which would make sense it due would, to like, with... the old activity that happened there. I mean, I obviously, uh, off balance for me, though, is like you're on water. 
Oh yeah. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm, like I'm constantly off balance anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so put me on a boat, even if it's not moving and I'm screwed. So um, the top of the desk stairs, though, there was a set of bathrooms. There was the women's room on the right hand of the stairs and the men's room on the left. And it had been reported that many people have seen a male dressed as a ship captain entering the ladies' room. And our tour guide made sure to stress that this did not mean he was a pervert. She did. She did stress that. The bathroom on the right is for women and the left is for men. But back when the ship was sailing the seas, the bathrooms were swapped. Yes. The men's room was actually on the right and the women's were on the left. She actually also... Also said that the the person seeing going into it was senior second officer Stark. Oh really? Yeah, that was, was Stark, Stark too. That was going into those. <sighs> yeah, he's uh, everywhere. What did he look like? Oh, I forgot to show you a picture. Hold on. Is Remember, because this... you wanted him to be yeah, hot. I yes, yes, I did. But I also wanted to know. If... <sighs> Ashley, <laughs> the disappointment on your face. Well, no, I mean, like to each their own, and not to yuck his yum. I wish he had. Facial hair. hair? No, yeah. just hair oh, in just general. Hair. I know. He's supposed to, because he was described, they were like, he's a young guy, and he like, you know, second No, captain. I mean, you know, I, I would have been, like, not a smitten kitten, but right. at least he has his throat you in this picture. I was so scared. <laughs> that I was going to show you, like, No, I would have actually picture. rather been in, like, in it during the wartime, five men to a bunk. It's <laughs> <laughs> my dream. Half a gallon of, of water? water. <laughs> Sign me up. God. You know my kinks. <laughs> Dehydration. <laughs> Did they get my writer? <laughs> I, I understand. Did they understand what I wanted? So uh, we did record in the women's room, but we didn't get anything notable as far as EVPs. It felt pretty unhaunted to me, but mm-hmm. who knows? I went into that bathroom yeah. as well, but and I didn't I like, do a recording. You didn't do a recording. Um, I didn't fill anything in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Right next to the bottom of the stairs is the most famous room on the Queen Mary, stateroom B340. B340 is known as the most haunted room on the ship and was closed to the public for nightly stays for almost 30 years until they realized that there was a market for people who actually did want to experience something paranormal. Uh, during their stay. There's been a large volume of recorded paranormal activity with many encounters noted on the ship's logs. This is where a lot of the logs, the logbook came from from the 60s where people said it was haunted yes was they, they would B340. track back and be like okay mm-hmm. well this is what i saw and they're like oh well we have someone that's very similar to that or yeah yeah from the log they book. actually were they able who was staying to in there. Mm-hmm, they were able to track down a man did die in the bed in b340 however you uh pointed out that b340 was actually uh three staterooms three staterooms made and- into one made into one and also the someone went through and switched the rooms up like switched the room names uh and numbers yeah. so it, it wasn't, wasn't b340 three, right when it was ha- like before then. when it was haunted yeah. yeah but it is now it's b340 i don't know when now. it was switched and they had to take the door number down because people kept stealing it yeah there's no door so there's number no door number you, it's just yeah. like a blank door and it's like the door is down like this creepy hallway it is that's a what's creepy so interesting about room. this like that's what's so interesting their hallways even like so like your room you didn't uh go into the room from, from the, the front of the room like yeah. you, there was like a hallway that went down and then you you were like passing your room essentially and yeah. then you go into the door so like that one was in a corner like in the back in this tiny hallway yeah it is it was a strange looking room mm-hmm. and people a passenger was found dead um in that room the, some of the reports say 
Uh, guests have complained that someone was knocking on the door in the middle of the night. Bathroom lights and faucets turned on by themselves. Bathroom doors shut. Housekeeping has reported that when they would try to make the bed, the sheets would always get tangled. Or like uh, passengers have had sheets just pull, pulled off of them in the middle yeah. of the night. Um, another passenger had a uh, big fright. With Basically how they found out it was haunted was a woman freaking out that a man was just standing there at the edge of her mm-hmm. bed. And she, uh, there's another thing. People found their like clothes and stuff just disheveled or strewn yeah. about the room. Or and one person came back and their clothes were unpacked. Yeah, and, unpacked, like, put away, and put in nice which and neatly. Is creepy for uh, me. That was like the creepiest one. Thank I was you like, so ah, much, also, Ghost. But like, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate that. T Y S M. But it's also, um, she said, well, at the time, like paranormal investigators, uh, and I can't remember, like some other, you know. The the general thought is he doesn't realize that he's dead, so he's just in his room. He sees someone there. He's like, "What are you What are you doing? Why, Why are you, you sleeping in my, in my room? room?" He could essentially put away your clothes, thinking they're his. He could, you know, right. throw them about, trying to get you to leave. Uh, there's many options for that, but it is the room where they. That woman too chased him out. She got up and ran out in the hallway, so it was obviously solid enough for her to think that there was an actual. Yes. human man in her room which and is then terrifying. a lot of people uh with the pulling of the sheets like that yeah, one's just like a, a very yeah. paranormal activity uh trigger for me yeah that movie, oh that yeah was the scariest part of that movie like we said one theory for yb340 is so haunted is because it's now one room but it was once three third class state rooms and a remodel is a surefire way to get a haunting right yeah, yeah. that's just oh, yeah. ghosts one ripping up shit baby. everywhere yeah Maybe we did not stay in B340, obviously. It's unfortunate, but it is $600 a night, not including taxes, and you're out of your damn mind if you think that I'm going to pay $600 plus parking plus meals to stay in a room that you say is haunted. Um, <laughs> that you that you claim is haunted. No. But I mean, I would did... say she did she was kind of tongue in cheek with that aspect, I thought. Oh, how at she the very was like... end. And it's six hundred dollars a night. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I see what <laughs> oh, they get you. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't discredit anyone who said anything. It's just, it is interesting, like you say, when someone's like, "This is it. This is the one." This is the one. Also, it's it's three times the amount of the regular rooms. It's like, ah, eh, you know what? I don't believe that ghosts are bound by walls. <laughs> ghosts are bound by walls. I love that. <laughs> we did take our recorder and our EMF reader to B340 a couple times throughout the night. We never did feel anything strange, nor did we get any activity on our equipment. <laughs> yes. And we couldn't go in because the room was booked. So but don't take our word for it. Maybe they found a ghost. I don't know. So I remember, though. Where the, no, That was and also the moment yes, that we got that's scared where we, by the people. <laughs> so then we started, we laughed and we're like, okay, we're fine, whatever. And then we see this plaque for like the Three Stooges. And we're like, oh, the Three Stooges stayed here. That's so funny. And as we're doing that, people started talking like, a, like from a party or something. And we lost our minds. But we all ran into each other like we went forward but we were in a a circle facing each other so we hit each other and i swear to god we just ran opposite directions it was our own three stooges moment i haven't laughed like that it was so so funny that we were like just talking about the three stooges and then we literally did a thing where we all ran into each other and basically fell apart from each other we We grumbled okay i mean you found me i was on the stairs i ran up the stairs and started laughing so hard from this location from b340 we went to the first class pool, which, total bummer, was closed it was. even to tours due to renovations. That was, a, that was the second class? That was the first class pool. Yeah, the first class. Naturally, aside from B340, the pool is the most haunted place on the Queen Mary, and we couldn't get in. <laughs> um, yes, they're re... 
remodeling it. They are remodeling it. And you could actually at least like look through a little window and, and like peek see in there. like they had like a glass door that was locked that you could like peek in and the pool is most notably haunted by Jackie. Jackie. Yes. The little girl who She is a little blonde Mary. girl with ringlets and, and a sailor dress. Sailor dress. Mm-hmm. So the She's pool was looks fascinating. Everywhere. She's been seen fucking everywhere. She's also they say the most powerful spirit uh, that she has been seen off of the She's boat. the only one to be seen off of the ship. As, uh, actually, from a security guard, there's a big giant dome out by the Queen Mary. It used to house um, Howard Hughes, the... Uh, the plane. What yes. What was that plane called? The Pelican. No, I was. I just... There was a cartoon I just watched where... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Spruce Goose. The Spruce Goose. Anyways, uh, the security guard of that dome came running over to the Queen Mary and was like, get your ghost back. <laughs> Basically, he found her. He saw yeah. her over there. She wasn't being mean or anything. Well, but she not was just... only did like he see her, he thought she was a real girl at first. Yeah, she was the, standing on, on the, the wing, wing of, of the plane. plane. And he was like, he had his... Um, uh, his radio and was basically like we need to get the ladder we need get to get this ladder, girl down we have to get her he down. was like trying he was to like, like literally talk to her. talking to her like don't worry honey like we're gonna get you you know we're gonna get you down yep. before he realized like she wasn't responding to him and then realized that she was a fucking ghost and he literally went to the queen mary and was like take your ghost back take your ghost I don't back want it. <laughs> i don't want her so yeah jackie she jackie there was, in the pool they used to do tours mm-hmm. of it and um our tour guide said that uh there was a moment where there was a blue and a white ball on the bottom floor of it so mm-hmm. it's two stories yeah and you can there's balconies up they saw it just move yeah, from one side to the next mm-hmm. and they're like okay that's kind of that shouldn't happen but they kind of just continued on but then one man was taking pictures and he found jackie peering outside of the pillar yeah in one of them which here's the thing Where's show the me the picture then? Yeah, where is it? <laughs> Show me the fucking picture then. I, I knew you were going to say that because I said the same thing. I don't know if it was just because they said we couldn't go in, but I really wanted to go in. I really wanted to break into that place. Like when we went back later, I was like, maybe if we pull hard enough on this Can door, just... there's not an alarm yeah. set. And we get, but no, we couldn't get in. But around the corner from the pool area are a set of male and female bathrooms, supposedly the most haunted bathrooms on the ship. Yes. Um, I honestly can't even remember what she said about the bathrooms. Just seeing people in the bathrooms. I thought she said like... the men's room particularly was. Oh, I well, remember... that's interesting. Because I, I have remember... a clip from the men's room, but not the women's. You do. Because mm-hmm. you actually took the recorder in to the men's room with you. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't. Did you make any sounds in there? Not that I know of. You would hear my. I think the one thing is you would hear my slippers. Right. <laughs> I know you said you walked in circles. And I well, because I was trying to also like really pick my feet up because like. It was a bathroom still, right. and I was in slippers. True. And you don't <laughs> so want to be... Be some... <laughs> I just didn't know, guys. So um, this is like the last 20 or so seconds that you're in the bathroom. In yeah. fact, at the very end of this clip, you'll hear yourself come out of the bathroom and greet us. And you hear something a couple seconds before, and then like literally as you're walking out, you can hear it again. That's the end for haunted bathrooms. It's the only reason I didn't think it was you because it's literally happening as you're opening the door. So we would have heard you whistling like as you were leaving the bathroom. But it happens twice. 
Okay, and there's like wait, an echo no, I'm, like hold, it's in the background. Sorry, I'm <laughs> uh, wait, because okay, well, one did not hear that in there. A hundred percent. Two, on the other side of the bathroom is the pool. So no one's allowed in there. No one's not even like tour guides or right. security or anything. No one's allowed. And you were right? alone in the bathroom. So and I was alone in the bathroom. Ron and I were directly outside of outside the bathroom. of it. And so if there was anyone not once did I hear a whistle, and that would be like a like a thing where you're like, you know, empty mindedly like Well, that's the thing, is usually when I'm recording, like if I'm recording audio and I hear someone whistle, I'll go, That's a person whistling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know that later when I'm listening, I'm not I'm not like, ooh, is that something weird? Do you want yeah, to hear it again? We sever I'm yes. Clear as fucking day, you can hear it. No, it scared the shit out of me. But I, honestly, until like I saw you, I thought maybe you just whistled. No, like you I were was like, gonna play. I was gonna play pranks on you because I had bruises on my legs, and I was gonna wake up and say that they were. No, I. That's creepy. That's creep. That's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy. Actually, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's I very creepy. Don't. I didn't oh, like that one. Uh, I that's okay. That's that's so cool. I was I told okay. No, that's so exciting. I said I wanted something. <laughs> like I was like I just like talk to me someone or like. Well, that's not the only thing that we get. I'm actually, going to. I'm like on a high right now. I'm like <laughs> I'm on a I'm on a supernatural I'm on a high. high. I can't. So from there, from the uh, pool and the pool bathrooms. We go down, 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 down into the engine room, which yes. we've already kind of talked about. It's very creepy, but also super, super cool. It's I love so the engine cool. room. And um, I was like, you know, I was up at the front of the line at that point. <laughs> I really was. Yeah. So I, was, uh, I, I got to like walk through it without any one, I guess. It was, it was interesting, too, because you're just kind of in awe of it. And it's really, really cool. And you're walking through stuff. And, and you knew what you were walking through. Lauren and I didn't. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but we got to the end, and there was an escalator at the end, and her and I both looked up, and there, there was a person in a navy or in a naval. Yeah. And we we're like, oh my god, oh my is god, it it's happening to us. <laughs> and it was just no, it was, it was the you know the nine forty. Yeah, there you go, tour. <laughs> they were just and going they were backwards. At the end. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh god, Lauren and I were like, whoa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just living people. Just, so this uh, area was definitely creepy in an atmospheric way, but I never really felt scared or cold chills or saw any strange movement. I definitely didn't feel anything strange. This area is reportedly haunted by a young man, young-ish man. He was around 18 or 20. He wears blue coveralls, and he's believed to be the ghost of a young man named Jay Petter, who was crushed to death in one of the watertight doors down in the bottom of the ship. Oof, yeah, there's four, it's 40 seconds that you have to not be in the way. Yeah, uh, and the reason that these ships like this have them is so if there's a breach in the hull of any kind, you can seal all the watertight doors and you can contain it. You can also contain a fire. If a fire breaks out, yep. you can seal these doors. Yep. And like we said, it takes about 40 seconds to get through. And, and uh, basically... The captain, they were going through some like really thick fog and just as a precaution, um, the captain started sealing these doors and he noticed after they sealed that door number 13 was not closing correctly and he sent men to check it out and repair 
it if it was broken, and they found the boy crushed in the door. And he was still alive. Still alive. But the door they... was basically holding. It was like signs. Yes. It was like the movie Signs, where she gets crashed into and the car is holding oh, right. her body yes. together, you're holding it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, when they released when they... the pressure, it, he died. It, uh, well, I mean, he bled internal out. bleeding yeah. happened, and he just yeah. Which is but he was still terrifying. alive with all of that in between. Yeah, he was crushed uh... in door number thirteen, and she didn't mention this, but I read about it online a couple different places. Door number thirteen actually killed another person. Another person got crushed in the door, which is kind of weird. This 13, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't believe in like the 13 thing. But really, if I was this gym guy, I'd be pretty pissed off. (laughs) And I'd be like, no, I'm not the only one that this is going to happen to. (laughs) Maybe he's the one that killed the other guy. You know, maybe (laughs) you don't know. Um, But there was was actually, uh, before you you talk about that, just really quickly, uh, they did mention that a woman had passed through the engine. Or through the thirteen, mm-hmm. and there were black finger. It was like grease of like marks. grease, grease mm-hmm. or like it was. Or did she? Add, yeah, it was grease mm-hmm. on her face. And not with well, several people. Several That's people happened to have, people. Yes. Um, but the woman that she was referring to actually had it on her face because some people would have it just like on their clothes or something. Mm-hmm. And I touch surfaces down there; they're not dirty, so no. I don't know how that would and, happen. But. And grease is different than dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, several people have claimed to have had encounters with a young man in coveralls in the engine room who approached them and asked, have you seen my wrench? Leading the administrators of the Queen Mary to believe that possibly he dropped his wrench as he was going through door 13, bent down to get it thinking he had time and was shut into the door. And we actually have a pretty funny clip from this moment on the tour if you want to listen to it. Oh. I think you probably remember it. But <laughs> them If they have seen his wrench... We take that as a possible clue that maybe when he was going through that hatch, he dropped his wrench, thought he had enough time to pick it up, but he didn't. Oh, dear Lord. He dropped his wrench. He dropped his wrench. I no joke. I actually did jump pretty high oh, when that happened. I don't gosh. know if she dropped her phone or a camera, but it hit like right when she said it. Like he dropped his wrench. Yeah, as you and heard. Everyone was like, <gasps> <laughs> the last stop on the tour was the propeller. And there's one original propeller from the Queen Mary left on the ship, and they've sort of built a small room around it. Where on the tour you can go into the room, look over the railing at this huge old propeller, and this was actually one of my favorite parts of the tour because it was just so. Cool. It was it was very cool and very eerie and yeah. very blue and very <laughs> seriously blue. no it was like a very blue room with a mm-hmm. reflective. It was a very cool room. I uh you I mean when you walked in again you didn't feel anything like like no. necessarily creepy. Mm-hmm. You just felt like it was very cool. It was just awesome. Very and and like just like eerie in a good way. It felt like when you look at pictures of the Titanic underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Where it's like, oh, absolutely. Not necessarily like, oh, it's haunted because it's like underwater, but you look but at it and you're like, oh, yes, it has that, that that feel of, yeah. of a like, life uh, before. Yeah. yeah. And like you see like the baby dolls with like yes. one eye and it's like, oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Some reports have people saying that they saw dead bodies in the water, um, which like, fine, whatever. I, yeah, I didn't believe I, it. No, I, didn't. I was like, sure. But the reason that that uh, makes any sort of haunted sense, uh, I have a little story. I think she told us a little bit about this on the tour, but 
it has to do with the mid-sea collision that the Queen Mary was in. Yes. So in 1942, during World War II, there was a vessel called the Curacoa. And the Curacoa was a light cruiser built for the Royal Navy during the First World War. Um, but it, like, was barely used. Like, it finished construction and then the World, world War, the war was over. And it was eventually converted into an anti-aircraft cruiser for World War II. So on October 2nd, 1942, the Curacoa rendezvoused north of Ireland with the Queen Mary, who at the time was carrying about 10,000 troops. Now, the Queen Mary was basically pushing on uh, like a straight course, and the Curacoa's job was to zig and zag around the Queen Mary to defend the ocean liner from potential enemy aircraft and to confuse any U-boats that might come up and try and very cool. Shoot them. Sea tactics. Well, the Curacoa was getting dangerously close to the queen and the Especially, captain. Well, wait, the uh she said it took the Queen Mary about 6 hours to change course. Yeah. Like it wasn't something where it was like, <laughs> Which oh, is we can just to, yeah. Like we can just turn. Yeah, like no, no it's going no, full to plot speed. A different, yeah. Yeah, is 6 hours. It was getting dangerously close, and the captain as well as several others noticed and were getting worried, but trusted that the Curacoa knew what they were doing because it was an experienced ship, like they would know. But the Curacoa turned right in front of the queen, who was going a speed of 26 knots, which is like 32 miles an hour, but in a boat on that water, size. On a big-ass boat. Yeah. The queen struck the ship at full speed and cut the cruiser in half, cut through six-inch steel like butter, like it, just oh. demolished it. Um, acting under orders not to stop due to the risk of U-boat attacks, the Queen Mary kept going. The Curacoa lost 337 men, some of which were sucked into the Queen Mary's rear propellers. Yeah, so they were because it was cr it crushed it like in half. So yeah. it they got under. Mm -hmm. There's four propellers that would. There was one half of the ship went under the ship, and the other half stayed. All the survivors. There was like a hundred survivors, I think. The ones that were saved by mermaids. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. They were the ones that were on the part of the boat that didn't sink right away. It just sort of like bobbed for a second and they were able to like actually get out and save themselves. Wow. That's yeah. that's fascinating mm -hmm. that it was just able to stay afloat. That was no pretty much where the tour ended. It was about two hours, like I said. I totally recommend it. It was so much fun. But moving on after tour hours uh, was when we went up to the room we split a bottle of champagne and we prepared for our official overnight investigation. And you've already heard a couple of the things we caught on EVP uh, when we returned to some of the hot spots of the tour, like the whistling. Mm -hmm. um, that, it's, I, yeah, we have to move on, but that's I'm still not that right. Is wild. <laughs> yeah. The EMF went off a couple interesting times, but we couldn't recreate it. But nothing substantial like at the Biltmore or even at the investigation in my old apartment. It didn't yeah. react that much. We opened an old like utility, like very skinny utility closet, gave that Lauren crazy. a heart attack and she like fell over and <laughs> held onto the banister. <laughs> but she kept the EVP up in the air. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we opened this little like utility closet and looked in. It was like, ooh, that's creepy. And like right as we shut it, the EMF was like, boop, 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 boop. Almost as if something like ran past us. Mm -hmm. And we tested it everywhere around there. Because I was like, oh, it's probably something in the utility yeah, closet. Like but electrical. we went back in. Nope, it wasn't anything there. We tested everything around it. It was very strange. Yeah, Lauren said it was like almost like it like whizzed by. Yeah. Or maybe it was something saying like, fucking, you're not supposed to be in there. Like, leave, leave it alone. <laughs> uh, one thing we do have to say is how disorienting the Queen Mary is. The <laughs> amount of times we got lost is astounding, <laughs> and I have 
a montage <laughs> of us getting lost. Oh, is that the weird door is No, I'm lying. I'm actually, I'm, I'm lying. No. I just remember there being... Yeah, no, this isn't right. Uh, you guys are right. What's up there? I'm mixing two parts of the tour. Yeah, what, are we on A? <laughs> we need to look at a room. Yeah, like we're on A. No, we're on B. No, we're on A. We're on A. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. So. So, what is the point? If we were ever in an amazing race and it took place on a boat, I think we'd lose. It so bad. So, how do we get to the pool? Yeah, how do we get to the pool? I don't, I don't know where it is. I think it's I truly did not know where we were when we were at the pool. I was I like, I can't wait for someone to leave me back. But no, it was also very close to the front of it. Remember, because we walked right outside. The front as in, like, the entrance or the front <laughs> Sorry, as in the, the entrance? Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. We walked outside right Well, here's a map. Correct. <laughs> like, what does it say? Dining, shopping, hotel. Like, where does it say pool here at all? Spa, wedding chapel. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Why didn't Where we pay it? attention? <laughs> I know. I literally had no clue where I was when we were there. I was trying. I was trying to understand. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the lobby's midship. <laughs> so, head midship, A level. Possibly. Let's head to the lobby. Okay. And then move lateral. <laughs> Sounds good. Lateral. Wait, lateral will be like. Shh. So we should lock down this way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we go to the back of the ship now? Until we find the pool. <laughs> oh. There's so many clips of us like, okay, wait. Um, a deck? Are we on the A deck? Or are we, or the, oh, here's a map. <laughs> but I will never, ever forget when we just thought, like, yeah, this is where you need to go. And then I went down the <laughs> stairs. Like, okay, break. Yeah, it was like, break. And I went down the stairs. You went backwards and Lauren went the right way and we realized after like four steps and we all just fell like laughing. Like we I, all went the wrong we all went different directions. After just like confirming cartoon. we were going in the right one. Oh god. Oh man. That was funny. It was it was so good. I mean we laughed a lot on this uh trip. <laughs> we did. We did. The queen yeah. the queen Mary brought that. I literally that. like no, we always my stomach 
hurt the next day because yeah. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't know if you can actually hear me laughing 100% on there because there, I was laughing so hard. It was that like silent was, like, thing <laughs> where it's like the convulsing, you know, I was on the stairs by the way. So like, thank God it was 2 a.m. I know, we were loud. So I would say the most interesting part of the night though, when it comes to the paranormal had to be when we went back to our room for the night. Yes. We decided to do a ghost box session and an EVP session. First, the ghost box. So for anyone who doesn't know or doesn't remember our last investigation, it's a small device that just cycles through radio stations. And the theory is that ghosts and or interdimensional beings can communicate through radio waves. So Tyler was our listener and he had on noise canceling headphones and was listening to the radio transmissions as Lauren and I spoke and listened for Tyler's responses. And he had no idea what we were saying and we had no idea what he was hearing through the box. This was cool. This was, was cool. super cool for I me. I really, the last time we did it, Lauren and I just kind of like held the box and like were talking and then like could hear what was coming through. And when you do it that way, it's sort of like you could kind of make up what you want to hear. Yeah. And it could be, it's suggestive almost because there's yeah. two of you. Did you hear this? Oh, I guess that is what it is. Yeah, or, maybe yeah. that was. Yeah. But this time we had Tyler. So he was pretty much silent for this and would occasionally just say like for words. <laughs> I was yeah. silent for once. <laughs> for once, yeah. We finally got Tyler to shut up. It was our master plan. So we've got some video footage from the experience that we're going to put on our Instagram and YouTube channel. But for now, we'll just settle with audio. Um, so here are a couple notable clips from the session, and then we'll talk about it. Maybe go back and listen closer to a few things. I left some pretty large gaps in between our talking here because there's a very, very strange sound throughout the session that we did not hear in real time and we're not able to identify. Um, and I can play a louder version of it as well. But here is the ghost box session. Baba. Time. Time. Are you confused as to what time it is? Like what time in history it is? Us. Everyone? Is everyone confused? Place. Time and place. This could go together. Yeah. Is everyone on the ship confused about what time and place it is? The flashlight's definitely having a lot of action. I don't know if that's someone or if the flashlight's just having a moment. The flashlight seemed to have been working pretty okay until we started, like, messing around Doing with things. the ghost box. But I agree. Who knows? There's been a lot of flickering. Are you only on um, a deck? A deck. A deck. And are you trying to communicate with us? Or is Tyler just listening to the radio? Is there anything yeah, you... Yeah, now. Yeah, you're trying to communicate with us now? Well, if you want to um, show us that you're here, you just have to walk uh, right... Walk right in front of this EMF reader. It's going to beep, and that's going to prove to us that you are here with us. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Are you using the flashlight? Would you prefer to use the flashlight instead of the EMF? Whoa. Okay. Okay. Well, if you 
flash the flashlight. We could do a yes or no situation. Would you like to use the flashlight? Maybe you ask Ashley. It seems to respond to you more. Okay. Would you like to use the flashlight? Make it bright for yes. Where'd you go? Oh, it's cold. Item. Item? Oh, man. It just got really cold for a second. Yeah. But like here, not like in the creepy hallway, like right here. By the dresser. Um, you don't want to use the flashlight anymore? Would you rather use the EMF? Ah, there you are. You're back. Cool. Cool. Okay. Wait, are you referring to the fact that I got cold just now? All right, how about... If you died on this ship, change the flashlight now. Come in? Come in? That might be wrong. (laughs) Okay, so you didn't die on this ship. Are you alive on this ship right now? If you're alive right this minute, change the flashlight now. Are you not sure? Are you confused about time and where you are? Push a little bit harder. Because it was just a flicker. There you go. So you are confused about... Okay. Maybe that was the time and place reference. Yeah. Nope. Oh. No. Is it 2019 where you are? Is it 1840? Is it 1940? Way. Way, way back? I want. That was like super clear. It said I want. What do you want? 50. 50. 1950? 50 bucks? Yeah, ship was still running in 1950, right? It was. Are you in 1950? I'm going to move the EMF over by the flashlight, so maybe that'll go off as well when you push that button for us. You want to leave the ship. How do you want to leave the ship? Do you want to move on like you are, you're. The hell was that? Camera just stopped. Like that was it turning off? Okay, you don't want to be on camera anymore. Do you want us to stop filming? 
If you'd like us to stop, you just turn that flashlight on right now and we will stop. And we'll go back to laughing and drinking champagne. Gotta push a little harder. Make it solid. Learned. You learned? You learned how to turn a camera off. Sure did. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I must. You must what? Do you need to go? Okay. Do you want to stop talking? Keeping it pretty bright. Might want us to leave them alone. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. And thank you for hanging out. And we appreciate your business. I'm like getting like nothing. Like it's like being very. He's done. Thank you. It was wild. There are several things to talk about. I know. Uh, What you couldn't quite get from the listening to the clip but what you will be able to see when we show you some of the visuals is that the flashlight was responding to what we were saying Mm -hmm. like there was one moment we had a flashlight on the bed and it was pointing towards tyler and i was my eyes were closed yeah tyler just kept his eyes closed Uh, like listening intently and um and i made sure also before that i couldn't hear you guys or like sometimes i would hear like you know that that not sims mumble but you know that like kind of and I told myself, like, don't force anything. Because mm-hmm. there were a couple of times where it, it obviously would say something or would make noises. Yeah. And if I didn't feel like I knew for sure, or for sure, excuse me, what it was uh, saying, I wouldn't say it. Right. So that's what's interesting to me to hear, like, you know, you did play back for me once, but then to get to hear it again, like, to, to see the correlation between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if sometimes I had mess- missed something where he was trying to say, you know, right. I, I, or, it, or it was just nothing. But uh, I mean, there were some things that were so clear. There were, there, especially there was this moment where we were trying to get it to get the EMF to go off and it wouldn't, but the flashlight kept flickering. So we were like, would you rather use the flashlight than the EMF? And the flashlight literally went off, on, off, on. And then you said, okay. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> Okay. That, <laughs> like I, I tried to play it super cool and I was like, okay, cool. But yeah. inside I was like, I'm going to shit my pants. Yeah. And also for me, the camera turning off. So the camera we had the, uh, yeah. ample batteries. It was full, like really charged. We checked too. It, was, it, there's was, it no, didn't die. It was fully charged when we turned it back on. The type of camera, there's no auto shut off, Mm-mm. especially when the record button is on. And yeah, so... There's no I mean, you explanation. Actually, I mean, you heard in the clip, um, I, I'll make it louder, but you can hear the shutter just like. Clap. Yeah. Yeah. The shutter like completely turns off. It's like someone pushed the record or the, you know, stop record button. Yeah. Like if it was plugged in, they unplugged it like just yeah. done. And that freaked me out. Yeah. And then that noise. So what is that noise? This one is so prominent. It's not. A, it's like it's almost like you're. Um, I don't know, like you said, like almost a rope or like something like t- like t- like you're taking a material and tightening or, or what I kept imagining is, when I was listening to it is, you know, obviously I've never seen anything like this. But when people hang themselves and they sway, mm-hmm. Wah, mm-hmm. Wah, that's what I kept imagining. But I don't see, know if I wouldn't I'm just necessarily like, say that it would almost be like, yeah. And I tried to listen to it, too, to see if it was maybe like <laughs> I know this is kind of 
out there, but the boat moving. Like anything in the boat right. that would be moving. And throughout the room, we didn't have anything that would move mm-hmm. or whatever. It, it's almost like a tightening, like you're you're tightening the rope around something. So you're like you're you're squeezing it tight. No? Am I hearing it right? Oh, there it was. There's again. Are you not sure? Are you confused about time and where you are? It's like a creek. It's a creek. Yeah. It's a creek. Come in. Come in. But like what? That's not a creek. Creaking. I don't. That's not a creek. What is that? I'm seriously trying to rationalize in my head. I mean, we have pictures too in the room of what would be like sitting around. What would be different? We didn't change our postures. We didn't. What is that? Almost like it's like a purring. It's a cricket. <laughs> like a, two completely different things. <laughs> like yeah, a, it's something, something, and it. God, it when we happens. hear that back, they're not going to sound anything alike. No. What just came out of my mouth and what's on that? The weird thing is, is like it didn't just happen one time. Like if it happened one time, I could be like, oh, maybe the audio did something weird. No, it's no, consistent. it's consistent throughout the entire ghost box session, and it does not happen when we do the EVP. Like moments later, so. One more thing. Next, we did an EVP session, even though whatever was in our room was pretty clear to us that it didn't want to talk and especially (laughs) didn't want to be on camera. No. Shy. Something did happen to me during the EVP session that I believe has happened to me before in my life, but it was always pretty iffy. Like, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But this time it was very clear and deliberate. So here's our little EVP session, parts of it. Yeah, if anyone, um, I know, I know we didn't, we got off on the wrong foot. <laughs> um, but we That's put fair. the uh, the ghost box away. It's already flashing again. It didn't do that the whole time. No, it's been sitting on for a while. It's okay, just now getting active. So when when you talked before. Mm-hmm. What did the what was the significance of the light turning on versus off? Was it like a yes no? We sort of tried to establish that, but it never became crystal no, clear. No, it didn't seem like it wanted to communicate. But now you're using the flashlight again. So, would you like to communicate with us via the flashlight? Now that the ghost box is put away, maybe you didn't like the ghost box that much. You can use the flashlight or you can use this little EMF reader if you or pass in front of it. You can talk into one of our microphones. I might be able to hear it later. We also have the option of turning the camera off if you need. If you say something into my microphone, I'll actually even put it down for a minute. And you can say whatever you like into it. It's this one right in front of my face. I'm going to put it down right in front of me. And if you have something to say, you can say it into that. I should be able to pick it up. And I should be able to listen to it later. Was that you? Did you just touch Ashley's ear? Do we have, is the air on? No, wait, my legs just got cold. Yep. Get back up. I'm coming up. I don't know if that was real. That was weird. 
And again, if you want us to go away, turn that flashlight on really bright right now. We're done. We won't do another test. We won't try and communicate again. Something touched Did you feel ear. touched again? Oh, I don't like that. Is it with your mic down? <laughs> Are you teasing, Ashley? That's not very nice. Look at that spike on your microphone. Oh, wait, or is that mine? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were on top. (laughs) I'm never on top. I'm always, like, in the middle. (laughs) Well, Lauren's the ghost. Well, it's it's me, everyone. No, who's touching your ear? Yeah, that's weird. I hope everyone can see you bundled up with your hood on. <laughs> you look like we can't because they turned the flashlight off. We lost our spotlight. Did you not want us to be seen? Is that why? Was was that you that was touching Ashley, and was it meant in a more friendly way than we interpreted it? If Ashley puts her hood down, would you touch her again? Stop it. <laughs> she doesn't want it. Not interested. <laughs> Not even in the name of science. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> that was awful. Okay. No, it touched you twice. It did touch me twice. I'm. I know I got it on camera because I. The second time I say, "God damn it," because I'm literally like sitting there, and I felt it touch me again. And I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> like I was like legitimately scared. And the first time, so you know how when I have my hair up in a bun, I have these little ringlets that come down because they're like baby hair. They will not stay up in any form. <laughs> they just like fall down. They're yeah. like my little Jewish curls. And, oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. The first time. It felt like right before I felt my ear touched, I felt like something was, my hair got caught on something. And now after I got my ear touched, I thought, oh shit, what if something was pulling on that hair? Because I thought it got caught on something and I kind of like, you know, like reached up to like sort of like brush it away or get it untangled or whatever. And then I felt something touch my ear. And I was like, I felt something touch my ear. And I got really creeped out. Because right to my left where oh. my ear got touched was that really dark, creepy hallway that yeah. we had all the lights turned up Her in. Her demeanor like completely changed. And so I like curled up and I was just like not talking pretty much anymore because I was so scared. And then it happened again, but this time it brushed my face, almost like it was pushing the hair out. To get back to the ear. Yeah, to get back to the ear. And that's when I was like, God damn it. And I like put my hood up and like tightened it as tight as I could. So there was only like a small portion of my face sticking out because it scared the shit out of me. But also in that clip, again. (laughs) She looked like a little panda. I did. I was all bundled. I didn't want anything to touch me. But also in that clip, you can't see, but we have a video of it. The flashlight, again, working fine. As soon as we start recording, it turns off. 
Yeah, what is that about? It just like it was communicating somehow through the flashlight or another theory is that it's not necessarily communicating through the flashlight, but because spirits are made up of energy, it's sucking the energy out. That's why or putting you're, more energy in to or make putting it more energy in to make it brighter. That's why a lot of like okay. camera batteries will die on investigations faster than they would like in a normal situation out in the world because it's like sucks energy. It's yeah, also well, why I sometimes I light bulbs will like explode that. and shit. There is energy that is displaced when someone dies. Mm-hmm. Where does that go? Where does it go? And of course, it's going to be picked up on the same frequencies. Mm-hmm. We also started talking last, uh, not last episode, but the episode before when we were talking about, um, it was our New York haunts episode. I was talking about the haunted places in New York City and why certain places are more haunted than others, like old buildings and old ships and stuff like that. And maybe it's not because the place is old. Maybe it has more to do with the materials that that place is built out of. Yes. Because if you have a ship that's built out of like steel, possibly that energy literally just can't escape. It's trapped. It's just bouncing, 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 well, yeah, bouncing. Yeah, in a giant steel tube. In a maze. In a steel tube maze. With wood, throw some iron in, (laughs) fire. Fire. Crushed bodies. Exactly. No wonder the place is haunted. Yeah, and it went through World War II. So anyways, um, conclusion. uh, Had a lot of interesting activity for sure with the flashlight behavior and the ghost box experience. Strange noises, my camera getting shut off, getting physically touched. Uh, It just wasn't a very (laughs) talkative ghost. We didn't get any voices or anything like that no i mean i am still in awe i guess or or uh astounded or i don't i don't know quite what word to use for the whistling in the bathroom the whistling in the bathroom scared me too and i was really i honestly thought that you were gonna say that was me no because we weren't in there with you so Uh, that was the only time that i was like but also if i was whistling like that i feel like you would have heard like the last part of the whistle is when you're opening the door to come out to us like you can hear yes. us talking as you open the door like i feel like we would have noticed that you were whistling yes yeah i mean it doesn't it sounds like it's in the bathroom there's an echo to it do you want to hear it one more time i really do It makes me feel like I wasn't alone. (laughs) Like I was, I know what it felt like when I was walking around. Yeah, you didn't feel scared at all. I didn't feel scared. You literally walked out and you were like, yeah, I just went in slow circles, like nothing happened. And Lauren and I had just went into the women's bathroom for about the same amount of time and got nothing. So. Yeah. I, I. I wasn't, I almost skipped those recordings. (laughs) Like all the bathroom recordings, because like I felt nothing in any of the bathrooms, and then I was like, yeah, "I'll listen to them." And then I heard that, and I was like, "Hmm." That's also one that they say is pretty damn haunted. They said it was like the most haunted bathroom in the ship. Yes, but that was the thing. We went in. I was like, "Oh, I don't know. nothing." I thought this. I felt the exact same thing. <laughs> this doesn't feel haunted. I feel different now. now. I, I know. What if I go on more of these and we hear the same whistling? Oh my god, that's scary! And I just got to chill. 
on I the did right too. side only. <laughs> this might have been a stroke, but I think it was a chill. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All I know is that it all probably came down to, well, we're probably fine, but also we probably got more activity due to spiritual Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. <laughs> she was there for she us. She was there for us. She was there for us when no one else was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. Tyler, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, and thank also you. for joining me on the ship. Yes. That thank you for amazing. having me. Yeah, it was, that was so, so much, much fun. fun. I'm so glad you joined us. We, You're the first guest on an investigation. I mean, I, technically, I guess Robin was with us for the the impromptu investigation we did. But yeah, you're our first official investigation guest. Well, I uh, well, I like that. I'll uh, I'll take the title, Robin. and we can't wait for you to come on next season for another cults episode yeah you want to do that again yeah we need to follow up on cults don't we we still have to do our deprogramming episode Mm -hmm. oh it's so fascinating i know it's the best we'll get into it in season four hard yes season four i know thank you listeners for tuning in to this episode and every episode of our show this episode is a wrap on season three which means we're going on hiatus and we need it but also it breaks our hearts we'll still be active on social media probably more so while we're on break and patrons will still be getting all of their goodies for the month of january and february so if you do want some keep it weird content while we're gone consider donating to our patreon for a month and you can do that at www.patreon.com slash keep it weird podcast we can't tell you how much you mean to us thank you so much for supporting our show that started as a fun hobby that is now a full-time job but it is all for you so if you love us Follow us on social media at Keep It Weirdcast across all platforms and give us five stars on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app or tell your friends about us. We can't wait to see you in 2020. Tyler, what's our sign-off today? Our sign-off is a honorary holy buckets. <laughs> holy buckets. From Ms. Lauren. <laughs> oh, Thanks, we miss Lauren. you, She's girl. She's here in spirit. She is. Have a Merry Christmas. Have yes, a wonderful Hanukkah, a quirky Kwanzaa, a perfect Yule, and a happy new year. And keep it weird. So you should lock down this <laughs>